This is the story of writing for October 22nd, 2023. On this day in 1962, U.S. President John F. Kennedy went public with two shocking pieces of information. The Soviet Union had placed nuclear weapons in Cuba, 90 miles or 150 kilometers from Florida, and that he ordered a naval quarantine of the island nation. It was a blockade, which is an act of war. But Kennedy said quarantine in an attempt to not increase international tensions that were already at the breaking point. The Cuban Missile Crisis lasted a terrifying six days. On October 28th, Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev ordered the removal of the nuclear weapons and bombers from Cuba. The U.S. naval blockade of Cuba, however, remained in place for another month. And it was on this day in 1964 that Jean-Paul Sartre turned down the Nobel Prize in Literature. He said he made it his practice to refuse official distinctions and did not want to be, quote, institutionalized. On October 22, 1976, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued a ban on the use of red dye number four. The FDA said they had discovered that the food dye caused tumors in the bladders of dogs. Earlier that year, the food dye FD&C red number two was also banned, resulting in no red M&Ms for more than a decade. And it was on this day in 1981 that, under pressure from U.S. President Ronald Reagan, the Federal Labor Relations Authority voted to decertify the Professional Air Traffic Controllers Organization, their union. That may sound boring, but deaths in U.S. airplane crashes around this time were linked to the Reagan administration's treatment of air traffic controllers. It is the birthday of the woman who wrote, Whatever you're meant to do, do it now. The conditions are always impossible. British novelist, poet, playwright, and Nobel laureate Doris Lessing was born on this day in 1919. Best known for her novel The Golden Notebook, Lessing remains the oldest recipient of the Nobel Prize for Literature. She was 87 when, in 2007, the Nobel Committee praised her as Quote, that epicist of the female experience, who, with skepticism, fire, and visionary power, has subjected a divided civilization to scrutiny. And it is the birthday of the man who wrote, You're only as young as the last time you changed your mind. American psychologist, author, and counterculture icon Timothy Leary was born on this day in 1920. At Harvard, where he worked as a clinical psychologist, Leary created the university's psilocybin project. He was studying the effects of psychedelic compounds, including psilocybin and LSD. His methods were different, though, and his colleagues expressed their concerns over Leary taking psychedelics with his test subjects. Harvard fired Leary, but he believed psychedelics could be therapeutic for psychiatric patients. Despite his death in 1994, it is a belief that continues to gain traction among mental health professionals. It is also the birthday in 1952 of American director, producer, and screenwriter Julie Dash. Dash earned her Master's in Fine Arts at the UCLA Film School, where she became an influential member of the L.A. Rebellion. Members of the group are the first black students who studied film at the university. They wanted to end the prejudicial treatment that they and others received in Hollywood. They made avant-garde films to tell black stories. After some initial successes and awards, Dash became the first black woman to release a full-length film, 1991's Daughters of the Dust. The movie was named to the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress. 
The success of Daughters of the Dust led Dash to publish novels with that title in 1992 and 1999. Today's reading is from The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, written by Robert Louis Stevenson and published in 1886. The most racking pain succeeded, a grinding in the bones, deadly nausea and a horror of the spirit that cannot be exceeded at the hour of birth or death. Then these agonies began swiftly to subside, and I came to myself as if out of a great sickness. There was something strange in my sensations, something indescribably sweet. I felt younger, lighter, happier in body. Within, I was conscious of a heady recklessness, a current of disordered sensual images running like a mill race in my fancy, a solution of the bonds of obligation, an unknown but innocent freedom of the soul. I knew myself, at the first breath of this new life, to be more wicked, tenfold more wicked, sold a slave to my original evil, and the thought in that moment braced and delighted me like wine. And that is the story of writing for October 22nd. Thanks for listening. 